if everybody that was interested donated a small amount of money, we could find out. We could find out. You get murdered first, Lewis, and I expect you to unleash holy hell on anybody who tries to hold you back. Me, choose me, love me. Hey everyone, welcome to Spillin' TV the podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Larell. And this uh, time we're doing something different. We're not talking about a specific show, but we are talking about shows that we think are gone gone too soon. Um, so I have come up with a list, and Laurel has come up with a list, and we're gonna take turns going through them and see what happens. I don't know. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Do you want to go first? You you can go first. Okay. I well, let's see where I want to start. I'm gonna start with. The Secret Circle. Let's take it all the way back. Where is it? Okay. 2011 Secret Circle. <laughs> all right. CW. This, basically what happens, a little summary of the show. Cassie's mom dies. And Cassie's played by Britt Robertson, who mm-hmm. is honestly kind of cursed. Because all her <laughs> shit, like, flops all the time. <laughs> And this was, like, in the era, I think, too, where she did a lot of things that ended really quickly. Or I just feel like for four or five years, every time I heard her name, I was like, okay, well, this show won't make it past (laughs) season one. No hate to Brit. I love this show. So her mom dies in a tragic fire. She moves to Chance Harbor, Washington, which I'm pretty sure is a fictional place. I live here, but I still am not 100% sure. (laughs) Um... And she finds out that she is the last member of a coven of like high school kids, hot high school kids, yeah. all in different like social groups, but they have this secret coven and she doesn't believe them. She doesn't believe the guy, Adam, who comes and is like, you're a witch. He even unlocks her powers, still doesn't believe until she finds a book that her mom left and her mom in her little spell book basically had warned that like these powers bring in a darkness that will follow them wherever and to be careful. And I don't know. I think it's a great time. I love the show. I want more of the show. It was just in that Vampire Diaries era. Yes. And it has, <laughs> oh, it also has like Phoebe Tonkin yes. from the originals in it. Yes. Which for a sec, I thought it was all one universe. Mm. So I thought Secret Circle and Vampire Diaries existed in the same realm. But now that I know that Vampire Diaries, I think, was written by, like, multiple people, I do not believe that. I think it was written, like, the first three were written by someone, and then it was, like, picked up by another person. Like the... Like the, like the books. Okay, I was going to say, like, the yeah. books or the... Okay. The books. Um. And the Secret Circle is also based on books, but they maybe they probably aren't in the same universe. We would have heard of them, I think, by now. I don't know. I feel like this show could have gone on for like four or five seasons. Okay. Easily. It was kind of terrible, but I think that's why I love it so much. I mean, I I also watched the Secret Circle. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was also into the Secret Circle. I was like, yes, I want to know more. I want more of these relationships. There was like scandal intrigue magic Witch like there hunters, was just, yes, like there was just everything you wanted everything you needed um and then it ended never came back nope and then exactly i saw phoebe tonkin in um 
well, the first Vampire Diaries oh, and yeah. then the originals. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I know that face, and that face is from the Secret Circle. Um, that face is a witch. That face is a witch, but now she's a werewolf. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I have not watched the originals at all. Did you watch Vampire Diaries? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay, so I'm pretty sure I watched all of it. I started going through again. And I was like, I remember this. Like I've <laughs> seen this before. I think I blocked it out after like season five because mm. it got weird. Yeah, I watched all of the Vampire Diaries and I watched all of the originals. I've not watched Legacies, which is the spinoff of the originals. Yeah, and I was like, we're spinning too much. We're <laughs> we're spinning too much. But the originals, honestly, was really good. And I kind of think that it was, when I say better, I mean, like, objectively. (laughs) I think it was objectively better than The Vampire Diaries. But The Vampire Diaries is just so fun to watch. And um, it's just so much fun. I think my problem with Vampire Diaries overall is Julie. Fleck, the lady. Yes, Julie's influence, I feel, becomes too much. Obviously, it should be. She's like runs the show or whatever. Yeah, she's a showrunner. But it's just like you, she had so many ideas that like should have stayed personal. Like you could have written fan fiction about this show, but like to have the power to move the story, it was just too much. Like it didn't make sense. It just did not make, and no one died forever no no one died forever none of the the, like the main people that you care about well i mean at the end yeah but then that's just the end so it doesn't really matter because yeah you don't need them anymore you don't and so i don't know julie it's just i think there is an like epidemic of white middle-aged women that show run young adult Mad- and I'm only thinking about Shadowhunters right now. Okay. As well. <laughs> but it's like, they just are too... They all have the energy of, like, Tumblr fan accounts. Mm. When it comes to, like, the shows that they're making, or, like, the books that they write. And it's just awful. Like, I know Vampire Diaries had something. It could have been something great. It could have been something great. And it was just, like... I don't know. It just became, like, a mess. Yeah, it was a mess. Uh <laughs> It was, I mean, yeah, you know, as many, like, at a certain point, the teen drama is going to devolve into a mess, like, if it goes on for too long. Like, at a certain point, it's, we're devolving. That's true. That is true. But that's also, like, this, I need to save this for, like, the shows that haven't, <laughs> that didn't leave soon <laughs> enough. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. no, Secret Circle, it just, so I love magic. Mm-hmm. And I love shows that have magic because the characters are just so powerful in those cases. And I do really like that like element of having too much power too young and figuring out so much. Like they're in high school still. They're getting into relationships and these things like school dances and stuff like that's also a big deal. And they're also finding darkness yeah. on the side. And I don't know the tone of the Secret Circle it wasn't like it wasn't more serious, but I feel like it was approached differently. I think because of the success of Vampire Diaries before, mm-hmm. and I think the people on the show were like, "If this goes well, like we can have 
these really long careers. So I, I don't know, I was just more invested in their lives. They felt more real to me. I don't know. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. And uh, I agree. I could have also watched more of The Secret Circle. It was so good. Okay, what's on um, your list? Okay. I'm going to go with, okay, I'm going to go with one of the ones that I am the most passionate about, uh, and that is this show called Sweet Vicious that aired on e, uh, MTV from 2016 to 2017. It had a one season, 10 episodes. Damn. And I know, like, it upsets me so much. Um, so the show, uh, like, the premise of the show is there are these, these two girls on a college campus that end up teaming up in a very unlikely situation to get vigilante justice against uh, people on the campus that have committed sexual assault crimes. So they're like avenging, uh, they're like avenging the survivors. uh, And like the thing that like really gets you hooked in the mystery and like brings them together is like an accidental uh, murder. So over the course of the season, we watched them, like, grapple with that and also, like, fight these crimes and also fight their own, like, inner demons and, like, do their own coping and really build this beautiful friendship. And um, it was just so good. Uh, it was funny. It was kind of dark. It it was just so good. And I, like, really loved it. And, oh, I wish I remembered her last name, but her first name's Jen, the lady that, like, uh, wrote it. Jen... I don't want to write it down. But she also wrote the movie um, Someone Great. Something Great? Someone Great. The one on Netflix with... Uh, with Gina the girl Rodriguez? That's kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one in... Uh, what? Brittany Snow? Brittany Snow and the girl from She's Gotta Have It. I know who you're talking Isn't about. It? Yeah. I don't know her real name. Um, yeah. <laughs> But she also wrote that movie, and it kind of gave me the same feelings that I get when I watch these fishes because I think I just like the way that she sets things up. Um, but it was just so well done, and it aired at such an unfortunate time. Like, it started in 2016, I think, post-election. So mm. people weren't really mm, having it. MTV wasn't really, like, promoting it. And I have, like, a problem with, like, MTV in general because they, like, ended all of their scripted programming. And I think that some of it would actually, like, really good. Like, it all... They had good shows. They had good shows. They all had this, like, certain, like, MTV weirdness to them. Like, they they all fit... like, a tone. Yes. A very specific mold. Even though the plots and premises were completely different. They all had this, like, one thing about them. But truly... I think that this show was ahead of its time. I think that it should have come out later. And I think that it should have come on Freeform and that it would have had a following. Like, it does have a following, like like a like a small, like, cult following. But I think that if this show had aired, like, a little bit later on Freeform, it would have done better and had at least, at least one more season. <laughs> I need to know what happens. Like, I want to know what happens. Like, the there was a murder like what are the the consequences of this murder because like they're going to happen like people are looking for the dude that's dead like yeah that is dang that kind of sucks that they ended but also okay kind of thinking about freeform the shows on it Mm -hmm. and i haven't i haven't seen sweet vicious but i made a note i want to watch it would freeform have been able to do i feel like mtv had like more flexibility and like what it can show or put so, on the platform. But I also can't think of anywhere else I would put it. Yeah. Like, 
I think that freeform, like, you know, post name change, post we're getting uh, embracing, uh, we want to grow with our audience, like that mm-hmm. type of thing that they did. I do think that they would have been able to put this show like on there. Like it wasn't, uh, there were, well, it was, it was, I'm going to say like it wasn't graphic and like it wasn't, but it was in like certain instances, like there would be like trigger warnings and like content warnings for like certain things, but I do think that Freeform would have been able to do most of what they did. And, like, especially if they aired it, like, later. True. Um, then they could totally do it. But it's just, like, so sad. And I also, like, feel that way because I feel like the way that the bold type had, like, an audience, I feel like there would have been overlap if the they if like the bold type's audience had seen this show or, like, okay. more of them. Thing. maybe it should get revived it should i think that um they were making like a, like a like a graphic novel situation with it but i'm not really sure what happened with that either way there was overlap <laughs> with the bold type too um <clears throat> asia d who played cat was a character kennedy cates on sweet vicious um and then there was like more overlap with uh amanda lasher who was the showrunner for the second season to the second season and potentially the third season, I think she did both of them. She also worked on Sweet Vicious. Okay. Wow. I'm going to check this show out. Uh, I think I saw one trailer for it. Maybe. When it was airing. Possibly. I. It's just, ugh, it's so good and I miss it. And I've rewatched it like multiple times. And then I keep, if anyone like comes over and like there's nothing to do, I'm like, you know, we could watch <laughs> Sweet Vicious. I'm like, I'm just going to turn it on and you cannot say no. That's fair. I think that's fair. Hmm. Okay. Any last thoughts on Sweet Vicious before I dive in? Uh, no. Okay. I let me consult my list and see which one. Hmm. Okay. There's a few that are a hot take. I will say that. I think I'm gonna go with okay bunheads because you are you mentioned freeform. Not bunheads. <laughs> okay, and granted, this came out in 2012. Okay, this came out in 2012, so I was like 13, 14 when this came out. So I might not even know what I'm talking about <laughs> anymore. But it did end on a cliffhanger. I think I've remained forever curious about what's happening next. For all the characters but basically it stars Sutton Foster and Kelly Bishop mm-hmm. doing the Kelly Bishop doing what Kelly Bishop does being a crotchety <laughs> older woman <laughs> that's like lovable though and yes. Sutton Foster doing what Sutton Foster does which is like being too old for the roles <laughs> that she's taking on <laughs> like it really is par for the course. But she basically, Sutton's character, Michelle, is an ex-ballerina who they call Bunheads, which is why the show is called Bunheads. But she's an ex-ballerina turned, like, Vegas showgirl. And she kind of gets tired of it and marries basically a stan, like this guy, Hubble, who just has persistently been asking her to marry him. She does. Turns out he's rich. They move to a fictional town called Paradise, California. But then Hubble dies in a car crash. (laughs) Almost immediately. (laughs) 
And so it really becomes a show about Sutton Foster and Kelly Bishop bonding over the death of Kelly's son, Sutton's husband, and running Kelly's dance school together. And it's just one of those classic stories where like new person moves into a small town, everyone in town hates them, but they learn to love them. And the girls in the show are great that play like the students. And I don't know, it's just like heartwarming because you know everything's gonna be all right and turn out fine. And I just enjoyed watching it when it was happening. I was never, mm-hmm. nothing serious ever happened. And I love <laughs> when my TV is like, nothing serious is ever really going on. Like there's a financial issue, but then it was like, I think the town like raised money. Yeah, It's like that kind of show. I don't know, I really enjoyed it. I wish it had gotten at least a second season just so that they could get some of the girls like into their dream ballet schools or whatever. And we could go from there and find out more. Yes. It is like not good though. No. It's the thing. Like it's not a good show. It isn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not. And I know that because I watched all of it, but I like watched it as it was airing. I forgot about it at some point. Uh, and so then they like put it on Hulu and like maybe last year I went to go finish it and that's when I found out (laughs) that's when I found out that it wasn't that good no it's I just love again like with magic I love when shows have a thing Mm -hmm. and this thing was dance the thing was dance and I do love kind of when it's all focused on one activity that like a ton of different people care about in different ways Mm-hmm. And then that's just like what the story hinges on. And then I, getting everyone in town to like her was just like a fun bonus. Yeah. But yeah, Sutton Foster is a problem, I think. <laughs> I haven't watched the show younger. I don't think I ever will. But I that's get okay. curious sometimes when I'm like, how, who greenlit that? Like, why would I believe that she is 27 years old? You could not tell me that. I would not believe you. I simply, that's a lie. (laughs) You're lying. And I can't believe it. Like, and every time I would check, I don't know if it's still going on, but I'm just shocked at how long it is. It ended. um, Oh my gosh, finally. I want to say that I watched every single episode of Young. (laughs) (laughs) It comes out, right? That she's not young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I was like, this is, no, like she can't even pull it up. Like, I don't even know the idea that someone would be like, no, you could totally play younger. is like a lie. It, it was egregious. It was. Um, and like Sutton Foster. It, it was like, it was fun though. I'm not going to lie. I, like I said, I watched every single episode. I did. I had like a good time. Um, I did start to get annoyed because there's like this love triangle situation that truly like, goes on for way too long goes on for way too long but i had a good time not gonna lie not gonna lie <laughs> no as long as you're um, having a good time but yeah nah definitely uh she was clearly not 26 but you know we can do oh honorable mention though with bunheads i will say make it or break it only mm. because i have I got the feeling season three felt like they were actively running out of money every episode (laughs) until the end. And I just want to see the Olympics. 
<laughs> that's it. But I just, I don't even think the stunt doubles are, I don't know like what level of gymnastics they could end up performing <laughs> given that the 2021 Olympics just happened and we know what an Olympian is. <laughs> like, but it was coming off of, I think like Bun had, Make It or Break It had such a good time to come out because it was after like Sean Johnson, Nas- like Nastia Lukin, like that year, I feel like I was getting older. So I wanted to see like more teen driven dramas, but also the Olympics finally clicked for me as like a thing. Mm-hmm. And gymnastics was like a huge, huge deal. It is. But yeah, I would also like to see them finish season three of Make It or Break It. Yeah, I can. I, I, I would have watched more Make It or Break It. Like, didn't that girl get pregnant? And like, did we see the, the like the fallout of that? Emily like, just, she just, she just left gymnastics. Oh right. <laughs> like she literally moved with that pizza boy <laughs> that got her pregnant. Which <laughs> right. is like not funny. She really did. This show would have been great, honestly, on like HBO. Make It or Break mm-hmm. It. Because a lot of the stuff they covered was dark. And they just never went there. Like, she didn't mm-hmm. ruin her life and fall into, like, a cycle that her mother started. And that's really tragic. That whole yeah. storyline is incredibly sad because she was, like, probably the best or, like, the most driven rock girl. Mm-hmm. And now we have Payson, Kaylee, and Lauren who are, like, whatever. Yeah, and annoying. Like, so annoying. So, like, Payson especially should have just quit gymnastics and gotten a hobby. Was she the one that, like, had the medical issue at some point? Yeah, she, like, broke her back. Yeah. And was like, my life is over. (laughs) I'm like, you're, what, 15? Yeah. Oh, and then she, like, grew. Oh, yeah, I remember. And then she had to relearn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. I'm having a brain blast about Payson's actress. Let me find it real quick. Because I think <laughs> she's married to, like, oh, my. Yeah, like Sterling Knight. Chad Dylan Cooper from Sunny with a Chance. Right. Is her hut. Anyways. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's. And they are so weird. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> what other show do you have on your list? Okay. So. Going off of bunheads, not related to bunheads. However, one of the bunheads is in this show that I'm about to talk about. And I have no idea what her bunhead's name was. And thinking her name's Lauren in my show. So Faking It, which was also an MTV series. I swear not every sh- not every show on this list is MTV, but this also happened to be an MTV series that, you know, they just booted. Faking It ran from 2014 to 2016. So, like, yes, it did have three seasons, but it didn't really get an ending uh, like we deserve. Faking it, also, bold type connection, because Katie Stevens, who was Jane in the bold type, was also, like, the lead in Faking It. What's her name? Karma? So, Faking It, if you don't know, is about uh, Karma and Amy. They go to this high school that's, like, super progressive, and Karma, like, wants to be popular, and I think she also wants to sing or whatever, but she wants to be popular. So her and Amy, well, she decides, she makes this whole ploy for her and Amy to fake date, uh, to be, like, 
the it lesbian couple at the school so that they can be popular because like the school again super progressive so they love all the other identities so they (laughs) want to be so they end up being like fake fake gay together but amy actually is gay but like she doesn't know she kind of realizes it through this fake relationship meanwhile karma is like obsessed with this dude greg sulkin um wow yep him (laughs) She's, like, obsessed with him, and, like, they all kind of have these, like, identities that they're faking and, like, trying to work through. And then the bunhead, who's played by, her real name is Bailey something, and (laughs) Bailey D. Young, and she plays Lauren, who is Amy's stepsister, because her mom just got married. It's Amy's stepsister, and she is intersex. And um, that was I think the first time that I had like not the first time I had the term or anything like that, but like the first time that I seen like a character that was intersex mm-hmm. on screen and like it was part of her identity. Um and her like working through that and like like kind of telling people, but then like not really telling people, but then like her like dating and things like that. And I thought that was super interesting. And like on and since then I've not watched a show where I've seen a character that it's like intersex or like said that they were. Yeah. Um, or seeing like that experience played out on television like at all since then or before then. So like that was really something. Um and I just thought it was so good. Like it again had that MTV like, you know, lens to it, the little MTV spice. But like it was funny. Uh I thought that it was like do it there weren't that many black people, but it was like doing stuff for like other types of representation. Um, and it was just like a fun watch and it was like fun to watch karma and amy and like amy trying to figure her stuff out and like karma trying to figure her stuff out and like bringing in other people and like them having these separate relationships and then like do having friendship issues because amy it's like is in love with her best friend and like that's gonna be an issue yeah. at some point we gotta deal with that that's a problem and that's a problem and it was just really good and I would have loved more of it at least one more so they could have wrapped it like just finish it it. just like do it um so yeah faking it wow I love that okay now I need to write that down too I want to watch that as well I saw it and then I think the premise stressed me out too much because I was like (laughs) they're gonna get found out and I don't (laughs) want I don't want to see that play out on screen just because I don't like to be stressed by TV too much. Even though I keep watching stressful shows. Yeah. I think there's just a there's just levels to the stress. But like a show like Baking It, I'm just like, I don't have I can't do this. Got it. But I'm gonna check it out anyways. Cause that seems like fun. Or I just feel like in real life it would go so poorly. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I have a hard time remembering that like this is TV. It's not TV. Take it. And it They're has the MTV flair. So. Exactly. I We should do an episode getting to the bottom of this MTV flair. <laughs> because it, it, it is it, something. It's something in all of the scripted programming. Awkward. Did you watch? Like, yes. Awkward had the thing. Finding Carter, even though it was like different, had the thing. Like, all the shows have the thing. There's like an. Are you going to say RJ Burger or whatever that thing was? No, I'm just thinking of the show, but I'm like, it's. They're always like there, but there's just like not like I feel like you could just it's, 
It's something. I don't know what it is. We do. Honestly, we do need to get to the bottom of it. There needs to be like a full-fledged investigation (laughs) into what's going on at MTV. And honestly, the CW, like why? There's something there too. Can't they make a good show? They just refuse to. Well, they do. They actually, yeah, they they have a few. But I mean, it's never... It's again like there's just the feel of there's there's some there the CW <laughs> and they have wild budgets too so it doesn't have to be I get, I guess maybe the people in charge just have like really different goals yeah or they just think about things in a different way maybe there's another channel that also has like a specific thing and it's FX I don't yeah. know what it is FX had you're the worst right yes. I mm-hmm. did love that show. Yeah. But it, it and did have the thing. The, the thing. And it's like specifically the shows branded as comedies on FX that have this like, there's something. Okay. Well, now that I think about it though, a lot of shows, maybe it's just like, it's, they're not very diverse. And I think that takes me out of thinking it's real life. So it just has this, I think the lack of diversity in the shows can kind of point to a mentality that the people running the shows have. And Mm -hmm. I think they probably just miss really minor details, but enough that it starts to add up and it feels weird. Not weird, but Mm -hmm. just like not quite right. Like it's just not like this just can't be rooted in a real place to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's something. But it's just too bright. Right. But then FX is like in the opposite direction because I also think that Atlanta has like the FX thing going on. Mm. And that's full of black people. Yeah. But there's just something like it's just it's something. We will get to the bottom of it. (laughs) We will get to the bottom of it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Any more thoughts on faking it? Uh, No, I just miss it. Someone needs to bring these things back. If, if a producer is listening to this, uh, bring back some of these shows just or just finish them. Finish them. Literally just finish them. Or like drop like a bullet list of this that, is what would have happened. Just tell me what you wanted to do. Like at this point, you're not going to be able to do it. So just tell me. Like just tell me. I think it is unfair to start a story and then it gets canceled. And then we have to like fight for our lives on the internet to get it brought to another <laughs> network when you could just tell us you could just tell me and like just just say it like i can like i can connect the dots like in my own way if you just tell me where it's supposed to go at the end exactly maybe they don't even know and that's the problem maybe but i feel like sometimes they do and still just like i don't know it's i think it's rude to it not is rude. tell us okay Another show that I think left too soon is the Netflix show. I am not okay with this. It came out, I think, like 2019. It had Sophia Lillis and Wyatt Olaf, who were both in it. And it was about a teen girl kind of like dealing with her family. Well, family member, really. I think it was just like her and her dad. And then like dealing like struggling kind of with her sexuality because she has like a friend and I forget her friend's name and then Wyatt's character Mm -hmm. that she kind of likes them 
both, it seems, or like definitely likes her more, but is still in that stage of like, okay, no, I think I might like, like this boy or whatever. And she's also dealing with like newfound powers mm-hmm. that they never really, like they just never explain. Like they ended the first and last season yep. with her like seeing, we don't even get to see what this thing is. Or if it's like a power or if it manifests in, I only know it's a power because I was reading about it again to brush up, but they made it also seem like it was not necessarily real. Like that's also the vibe I got watching the show. I thought it was like grief or like something else. And the show had it like manifest in a certain way mm-hmm. to represent that because it's like a graphic novel. Right. That I think I'm going to read at this point because there's no hope here. But yeah, that is actually, it was really good. I watched it all in one day. And if I had known there was only one, I wouldn't have. But I thought we were going to get a second season. So my roommate and I watched it all. And we had so much fun. Yeah, I also watched that show. I did. Um, And I understand what you're saying about not really knowing if this power is like real or not, or just like this thing. But then I, because of that like graphic, like end part, I was like, yeah no that happened that's like when it clicked for me but it was then I was like okay well can't wait to find out where this goes yeah but the thing about this one is that it was renewed and then Netflix like said just kidding yeah like it was greenlit for a second season but then like with COVID they said lol no which is just ridiculous yes they obviously have the resources to go and create shows like i put down honorable mention just for like mess in relation to netflix the irregulars because i have no idea what the fuck's going on in that show don't know what time period it's in i know it's about sherlock holmes kind of and these like kids yeah but i did love it was so chaotic it was i was so confused (laughs) i watched i was like you know what i wouldn't even be mad about like a second season just so i can like keep seeing this happen because it's just like it just felt like fun at that point. Yeah. I was like, this is not tracking, but I'm here. Yeah, Along I don't know what's ride. going on. But it's like, you can do that, but you can't do, I'm not okay with this. You can't finish like a story that obviously has an end goal. Like you can feel it. Like if there's a point. Mm-hmm. Upsetting. Yeah. Super upsetting. I agree. But yeah, <laughs> that's kind of like all I have to say. I just really liked it. I understand. I also enjoyed it. Like, they were, that was disrespectful for them to do. And it's like, you really said, yes, we get a season two, and then said, no. Like, actually, mm, COVID. And it's like, aren't you actively filming other worse shows yeah. right now? Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Like, I think Netflix launders money because, <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way. There's just no way they're doing what they're doing. I don't even know what Netflix wants for itself or like what it's becoming, but I avoid that platform as much as possible. Like it's, it's just so chaotic to me. Like I can't even find good stuff, I don't think. Cause they recommend, their recommendation system is also like kind of weird. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I also Netflix, hate that they you. like <laughs> recommend stuff that I've seen already on netflix like you literally have you know i watched it like you have our data you 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 know i, I stop 
You have all of our data. And I think they should just stop. They should stop. <laughs> and they should just go back to hosting other people's stuff. Because mm. I don't... All the concepts and ideas are just... They're just ridiculous and terrible. And maybe once in a while there's a good one. But that's so rare. <laughs> like, that hardly ever happens. Definitely yeah. something. I'm upset at Netflix. Yeah. Honestly, always I'm upset at Netflix. I don't know. I think I give them, like... We should also just, like, rank the platforms. Oh, we should do that. Truly. Because I give them, yeah. like... They won't make it through this decade, I don't think. <laughs> That's I don't my know. hot take. <laughs> mm-hmm. Netflix will become the thing that it took out is in Blockbuster. Yep. Wow. <sighs> That's full circle. That's tragic. Yeah. That is tragic. But that's like kind of what's happening. Uh, it's also what happens. So. Wow. Sorry, Netflix. R.I.P. Okay. Any other shows? Uh, yeah. Speaking of Netflix, uh, <laughs> same thing. The Society. Uh, Netflix is the same thing as in it renewed it for a second season and then said No. So the society, I remember zero characters' names, but that's not really important. So it takes place in this, like, town. uh, And what happens is, like, there's this, like, weird smell in the town. And no one knows where it's really coming from. But all these kids um, from the high school are going to take a field trip somewhere. So they get in the bus. They go. Something happens, like, on the bus. And they end up turning back around. But when they get back to the town that they left, there are no other people there. All there families are gone their parents are gone like, everyone's gone it's just now these kids in this town and they have to figure out how to live what to do make their own new society because they obviously can't get out of the town it's some weird stuff going on where it's like blocked or, or it's like oh my god things preventing them and we don't know if this is happening on like in like a parallel universe situation where they've like entered a new plane or like what and we get to watch all this stuff go down with them, like, trying to figure out, like, who's in charge, who's the leader, like, what do we do? There's, like, obviously, like, crimes and things, but, like, what are laws? You're just this town of, like, 25 kids. Someone is pregnant. Like, someone gets murdered. It's, like, a whole thing. Yeah, it's, like, a whole thing. And then we end on a cliffhanger, and we never are going to know where we're going with this or what really happened. Like, like, we don't know if this is, like, some type of parallel existence because that's kind of what it seems like with, like, the final scene. But it's, like, we don't know. And I'm oh upset about my it. my God. That sounds so stressful. Wow. It, it reminds me of the 100. Just the concept mm-hmm. of, like, young people figuring things out. It also made me think of, like, Under the Dome. Mm. That, like, CBS show that was so terrible. But that had adults. So yeah. it's a little different. And Netflix said yes, and then they just said no. Yes, the same, like, it was, like, in the same breath that they canceled the society, <laughs> that they canceled I'm Not Okay With This, they canceled the society after it had been greenlit for a second season. That is so weird. It's so rude. Why? Netflix. Doesn't want its users to be happy. Yeah, I, I would give anything to know, like, what's happening behind the scenes of Netflix truly like who's deciding these things who work i feel like maybe it's like an ai works there 
and just, just randomizes, like, like just we comes up with this, shit this, 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 and then this, just cuts this. things. Renewed, canceled, renewed, canceled. Really, it's just like I think they draw out of a hat. Flipping coins. Yep. <laughs> They're like, okay, if it's heads, it's canceled. Tails, we're gonna renew it. And that's just what that is. That's just it. Damn. The society. I know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it finally. It but then was it's like good. I know I'm gonna if I like it, it's just gonna be upsetting. Very true. Maybe I'll just save myself a little bit. Um, uh, another show, and this is the one I like the most, but I haven't seen it for like 10 years. I just remember okay. loving it. I'm going to restart it, but it's Lie to Me. It came okay. out in 2009, and it stars Tim Roth, who's like movie famous. Like he was in Pulp Fiction and like a ton of other huge movies. But it's about this doc, him as a doctor, Cal Lightman, and he does he reads like micro expressions. So he solves crime by like talking to people and like seeing the ways in which they deceive in their like body behavior, body, body, body language and behavior. And it did have three seasons. So it did go on for a time. I just feel like I want more, but it ran on Fox. And I think it was, I think it actually came out at the perfect time. I just, I don't know if it would do well. Actually, I think it would do great in this day and age. I do think though, if it came out today, it would be like with the way things go on TikTok, I feel like people would start analyzing others. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, someone just made a micro expression for like <laughs> rage. So actually they're lying in this. So I think it came out at the right time and it's good that it ended when it did. I just, I want more. I love a procedural. And I also love that it was just a different concept. Like it wasn't the typical like cop drama or like detectives. It had the feel of, oh my gosh, what is the show? Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. And the characters are great. He has a daughter in it who normally I, I find kids to be so annoying on TV shows, but she was really great in it and it explores their relationship really well i think he's divorced as people are it kind of has the same vibe as in treatment but like not the reboot or like the revival with uzo but the original with like that white man therapist same energy like dude good at his job but also like kind of a terrible man because of the skills acquired at his job they make it really easy for him to like deceive and manipulate so yeah, I just want more. I just I just enjoyed watching it and I was just sad when I finished watching it all on Netflix and I was like, okay, when's the next season coming out? And they were like, it's not. It's a no. It's no. But it was a fun show. Yeah. It felt like Got House it. too. I guess like mm-hmm. a lot of shows have these like crotchety, like middle-aged men. Mm, yeah. That are kind of <laughs> assholes that are like really good at their job and like bad at everything else. And I was yes. watching House at the time. Like, that's the show that led me to House. Got it. I was watching House when I probably shouldn't have been watching House. I was, like, in not high school, so. Yeah, I loved House, though. I did, too. Like, I was, I loved like, House. Yep. Uh, I did not watch Lie to Me, but I know that my mom did, and uh, my best friend's sister also watched it and really liked it. Yeah, I think it takes, like, it's for a particular type of person, I think. Like, if I think about, 
what I was going through at the time, I feel like I was just drawn to shows about figuring out people and like mm-hmm. understanding people. I feel like it's definitely a show of people that like would be better off just like talking to a therapist maybe about their problems instead of like trying to deconstruct the human mind and like see how they can read others. But yeah, great show. Loved it. And it ended up for three seasons. I don't really have much to say about it. I'm going to rewatch it though. I'm going to start, I think today, actually. That, hey, you know, sometimes you just need to. Yeah. I only have like one more show on my list for real. And then I have an honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so my next one, and this is, like, random. I'm um, just truly just, like, picking. Um, okay, I'm going to say, and I honestly don't even know if I mean this, but, like, <laughs> I do at the same time. Um, sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, uh, which was the other came on FX, and it starred Elizabeth Gillies, uh, you know, of Victoria's fame. Mm-hmm. Uh and I just love her, honestly. She's great. I just do. I just, I simply do. Uh, I also, I'm behind on Dynasty, but like she's in that, and that, I think that's why I turned it on. So, Sex and Drugs and, Rock, Sex and, Drugs and, Rock and Roll is about uh, Elizabeth Gillies moving to, I think they're New York, moving to New York and finding her like kind of washed up rock star dad. Uh, because she wants to pursue a career in music and Mm. she's like you're going to help me because your band was like really big at some point I don't remember the name of his band but what happens is like they kind of end up reviving his band but with like her as like the front woman of it and um we like find out some information about her mom like her mom was like a songwriter is like is a successful like songwriter like they got money back wherever she's at because her mom is like funding this whole thing and um he ends up living in her apartment with his like current girlfriend who was in the the parent trap the 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 the, like the almost stepmom okay yeah 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 she is in this as Elizabeth Gillies, like, almost stepmom mom, because I don't think they're married. But it's really just, like, it's like a comedy, and it really just goes through this whole, like, he's, like, hopped up on drugs most of the time, but then, like, trying, I guess, not to do them. Like, there's, like, an intervention situation that happens, but surely I just thought it was kind of a fun show. I thought that the music was kind of fun when they actually, like, performed it. Um, and I do genuinely enjoy, like, Elizabeth Gillies' voice, truly. Like, Jade Yeah, no, was she, talented. She was talented. Uh, and so, yeah. I don't have, like, super, like, strong feelings the way that I want to, like, fight somebody for Sweet Fishes. But, like, <laughs> this, it was just, like, fun. And it came on FX, so, like, it, it was a little, you know, different. Yeah. Um, it ran for two seasons from 2015 to 2016, though. That's pretty good. It's yeah. a quick turnaround, I yeah. feel like, on the seasons. Well, well, yeah. Well, it was like there were. It was like a half-hour comedy situation, ten episodes per season. So there oh, were like okay. one per year. Nice. That's not. I want to check it out. I have like so many shows I have to watch. <laughs> I keep my list of shows to watch is getting so dangerously long. Yeah. Okay. The last one. Seriously. 
I just want answers. This is more I want answers. And that's the tomorrow people. Okay. That was on the CW. Julie Pleck was involved. It only got one <laughs> season. Came out in like 2014. It mm-hmm. has the main guy from Upload, Robbie Amell, in it. Mm, that's when you're talking about. And it. it's basically a show. Let me pull my notes. I have to write notes about this. So it's a reboot of a British TV show of the same name that came out in 1970. And that version went on for like four seasons. This um, It was like really popular, but also it was popular like in the 1970s. So I don't know what that means, but it's basically about the Tomorrow People. They are called Homo Superior in the show. They're like the next, they're like early manifestations of like human evolution. So like they just came before their time and they're being hunted by this government organization called... I think Ultra. Yeah, they're hunted by Ultra. And the show is about Robbie, who's the main character. His name is Steven. And he recently, his powers have recently manifested. And he's found by other Tomorrow people who are living like underground in Manhattan. Like that's where their lair is. And as the show goes on, he finds out his dad was like one of the most powerful Tomorrow people. And then he vanishes mysteriously. And other people don't know. So like normal people don't know. So it's really just beef between this organization who wants to like cleanse them and cleanse their genetics from humanity, I guess in an effort to like retain power and this like ragtag group of individuals living underground that can do, they can like teleport and like all this shit. And he's also coincidentally, cause his dad was the most powerful, shows signs of being really powerful. So like the suppression techniques that the organization has don't really work on him mm-hmm. so it's kind of that's kind of the vibe and that's kind of all we get to know because and no real answers just build up and then nothing got it <laughs> yeah but I liked it I feel like it's before it's time but I don't know I I just think it came out when there's like a lot of stuff happening that just felt the same so it mm-hmm. didn't necessarily stand out because we've kind of seen it before like random person develops their powers finds a group with powers they're being hunted also this random person's like the most powerful one in years like <laughs> typical like ya yeah. yeah 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 that is typical ya stuff and it was on the cw so I just got that like cw vibe yeah <laughs> And I think that also set it back. It would have been great on like, honestly, mm, as a prime show. Mm, I think Amazon Prime is probably the place for the Tomorrow People. If they choose to bring it back, which I think they should. Just so I can get answers or drop your like notes. Just what? Just let me know what were the plans for the show. Yeah. But that's like my last one. I'm probably gonna think of so many more shows after this is over I was like oh shit I probably should have said that you know and that's fine and you can like make another list because truly I have like so many like (laughs) I I have so many uh uh but oh wait okay this is not on my list but this is just like an aside did you did you watch the show uh travelers on Netflix or the travelers on Netflix I did not I keep when pausing when I scroll past it like "Mm." but then I'm like nah when you were like originally talking about, I didn't watch the Tomorrow People. When you were originally talking about the premise of it, 
it didn't really sound like travelers but it made me think of it because you said they were like before their time and then the travelers it's like these people from the future send their consciousness back and they're trying to prevent something that like some all i don't know like the end of days or whatever mm. but uh they're trying to prevent these specific events from occurring so they send their consciousness back in time to into these other people in the moment that their natural life is supposed to end so it's like they know when these people are going to die uh and they don't interfere like necessarily but they when their natural life is supposed to end they send their consciousness back into that person and then like stop the death and then continue living as that person to interfere in the series of events that will cause the end of times or whatever to go down that sounds pretty cool it was really good it had like three seasons um i feel like that's just the thing though where you start that and then it turns out it was like your fault that this terrible thing happened because of or like it's just like those like closed loops mm-hmm. of like this is it, never gonna end yeah i hear you this didn't feel like i 100 percent understand this didn't feel like that though okay um, i'm gonna check it out then and maybe it didn't go on long enough to <laughs> feel like that but it yeah it was a good time uh but okay for mine i'm going to and honestly i think that we should do another part of, of this at some yeah, point we should uh I'm going to go with one, and I, again, I'm actually not sure that I'm right, <laughs> but I'm going to say South of Nowhere um, did not go on long enough. So South of Nowhere ran from, and this, I think this is the oldest one that I'm actually talking about, ran from 2005 to 2008. Um, there were three seasons, but I just feel like in my heart, it wasn't enough. Um, now, I have not, I, th- I think about the show a lot. <laughs> But I haven't actually, like, revisited it or, like, actually looked at the plot of it. So I'm going off of what I feel in my heart. So (laughs) South of Nowhere was about um, this girl, Spencer. Spencer had a family. And, like, I think they had, like, a decent amount of money. They probably lived in some nice neighborhood or whatever in, like, California. I feel like that's the vibe that I got. It was California. And... I think she had like a like a adopted brother. Like her brother was like adopted and black, and that's, that's how like I know he's adopted. Um, and Spencer ends up meeting this girl. This like clearly is not the plot plot. But this is like the plot in my heart. Yes. Spencer meets this girl Ashley at school, and it makes her question her whole entire existence, as in her sexuality. And her family's kind of like conservative, so she kind of grapples with how to like break the mold of being this like cookie cutter like thing that like her mom and dad like they wanted to be like perfect or at least she feels that pressure Mm -hmm. and so it's her kind of coming to terms with that and like finding Ashley and like accepting herself and like getting her family to accept her and then like the brother I don't think he gets somebody pregnant but I think she gets into a car crash but like also I don't know I just really think that that happened um (laughs) and then like it's just like a thing and then like Ashley is supposed to be like from like the wrong side of the tracks like her hair she was like like a a pink streak or something in her hair (laughs) (laughs) and it's like oh she's no good and she also might be like bisexual and then so of course she can't be any good yes and it's just really like grappling with feelings and like understanding yourself and acceptance and like little family and I really liked it and don't remember how it ended but I just know it didn't end (laughs) I just know it didn't (laughs) south of nowhere okay I'm gonna check that out too 
so good and it it came on um like the end slash teen nick and it was at that time where i was like also like watching degrassi and then like this other thing was happening and then i like was like super into that yeah so it was a time that does sound like a time (laughs) yeah oh okay you speaking of degrassi this just made me think you probably could look into what it is about some of these shows and their effect through Degrassi because it did move, this isn't like empty, but it did move to Netflix and then everything changed. So maybe like watching earlier seasons and then the Netflix seasons can help plot the difference and like what is going on on these specific networks <laughs> that make their shows so weird. But yeah, no, I love Degrassi. Okay, I will check out South of Nowhere. All right. Um, And so what is your honorable mention? Yeah, well, now that we're here, I also want to (laughs) say, this is more, this is just curiosity. I know I'm wrong about this. It did end when it needed to end. It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But this was on ABC Family or Freeform. I'm not sure what it was at the time. But Famous in Love, that Bella Thorne show, <laughs> where she just, like, gets famous and has to move to L.A. and then brings, like, her BFF or whatever. So many cliffhangers. Like, is her friend going to start a career? Which boy is she going to pick? How is she going to cope with fame? I just have more questions about the trajectory of this girl's life. Okay. And I would like to see them play out. And it was just, like, fun. It was so stupid. But it was good. It is one of those shows, though, where... They do like a real Hollywood premiere, but the budget, like, it's just not, it's not there. So it's like, this is not a real Hollywood premiere. This is giving like meet and greet at the mall, you know? And like, (laughs) so I guess, yeah, I don't even know who let this show happen, but yeah, Bella Thorne. And that's, and that's basically like, (laughs) that's what drew me. And I was like, I'm just curious about Bella Thorne's acting after Shake It Up. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And it was not particularly the best, but it's better than I can do. And yeah, I don't know. I just want to know more. It felt like the fan fiction almost. Like this doesn't happen to real people. You don't just get famous by accident. So then she (laughs) did. (laughs) And I want to see more. Okay. So that. Okay, wait. <laughs> Several, so so many thoughts really just started rushing to my mind <laughs> that honestly almost have nothing to do with Famous in Love. Okay. Except they do. You saying that it felt like a fan fiction made me think of The Kissing Booth because I just watched the third movie last night. But <laughs> oh my God. The that fact that that really was, is. <laughs> it's literally like a Wattpad turned movie. Like, legitimately, that is the trajectory of the film. Uh, why is that still who is the market clearly it's me because i watched it last night but i, didn't I mean like yeah it. like i've watched but the I previous did too and at some point i will break down probably and will... watch it the way We're i watched all it. the boys and i was like i don't really like these movies you're gonna finish it to know how the journey ends i but i already like it's just like I probably know everything that's gonna happen. Probably. And it's just such I don't think we should gatekeep TV. I think anyone should be able to have something that hits a screen. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think we should put certain things 
through. <laughs> <laughs> like the kissing booth after like I that whole... it, but I like no sort of it I it almost feels irresponsible like when I watch I'm like you cannot be like telling people that anything that's remotely happening in these movies is okay like there is nothing hot like all I remember from the first one is him being so big and scary and her <laughs> being like five foot <laughs> it's just like okay. this is not cute like he's a super weirdo is crossing a line knows better and I'm, I'm supposed to believe he's like nice now because he got with his brother's best friend and punched a guy for her. Like that's terrifying. He's terrifying. I like, and I, I think this came first and then Euphoria, but like he was so scary in Euphoria that by the time the second movie rolled around, it was all I could think about. And I was like, no, he was scary in the first one too. Yeah. Like this man, Jacob Elordi, no offense, dude, but he's he's so big he scares me he it, but okay this is the thing is though like chris hemsworth is also a big guy oh, yeah, but, but it doesn't, doesn't have me. this like aura <laughs> about him that feels so threatening and i know i'm probably thinking of like nate jacobs so hard yeah it's it's but really hard to separate that i like i but like what about you keeps people casting you in these roles that are just like terrifying dudes yeah but i don't think he's supposed to be terrifying in the kissing booth i i don't think it's i don't think that's what we're supposed to take away from it i mean but his behavior also was so it's mm. i know it's not supposed to be a takeaway but i'm like listen the way this man moves is not right Mm -mm, it's not it's not Mm -mm. and the way that this girl is emotionally up and down over this guy is also he's going to harvard is that what i'm supposed to believe yeah like when did he find time to go to harvard while he was beating people up <laughs> like have you not been suspended so many days I just, also if like your relationship is getting you this tense that you're like ready to fight you're not cute no it was not cute it was so oh man no yeah jacob sure you're a nice guy scary so scary scary if i saw him in person i would cross the street yeah i think i would too and actually okay this makes me think of euphoria in general i feel like if it gotten canceled after the first thing had come out i would say gone too soon but now like as time goes on i'm getting to the point where i'm like <laughs> this might not be soon enough <laughs> like this show might are we in a world where we need euphoria anymore or is it even like where are they going with this where are they going if it's not with nate jacobs in prison and his dad in prison oh, for possession of child yo. pornography like first of all it is the distribution okay <laughs> like that's what you're doing nate you're distributing yeah. child porn. you assaulted someone yep. over a a feeling, a jealousy you had that was misplaced. Cat is also doing yes porn, child yep. porn. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Like the situations that. Oh my gosh, what is his name again? Who's writing this? It's, Sam um, Levinson. Sam Levinson is sick. <laughs> like he is a sick, sick person, and it's just him. So like this is yeah, and he it's, it's you just can't him. blame. 
every time someone else has a say, like the Jules episode, I didn't watch, but I heard so many great things. It's like, okay, so other people aren't like absolutely deranged the way I think Sam Levinson is. Like, I'm sure he's nice because, uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone around (laughs) him is really like checking or questioning, like when you write this stuff what are you thinking of when you're talking to hinges on like multiple characters who are like marginalized for various reasons having like sexual relations with adults how is this a story and like you don't address it as anything serious necessarily like it's or the way the characters react to their situations too, like don't give me any indication. Like I don't know. I just feel like there he's just not responsible and should not be allowed to continue. Yeah, it's it's truly like kind of horrifying, and then like also like makes me sad that like Mark Sloan is a whole villain. Kind of upsets me. Yeah. Also, like, why would you? Mm, like, why would you play that character? Like, it, it puts such a taste in my mouth. I'm like. Is this? I want to know who else auditioned, like mm-hmm. who else saw this and was like, "I think I would like to be this in. dude." Yeah, and we're seeing that people are not taking anything positive away from it, or like they are. Some people are, but a lot of people like are not watching this with like a single ounce of critical thought. <laughs> like, if it's meant to be there, it's not being picked up. People are like, this is realistic. And I'm like, I know, but it's also criminal. It's very criminal. Like, the only reason it's realistic is because we, as a society, are really bad at catching these things. It does not mean it it shouldn't be realistic. So maybe we shouldn't be, like, like watching it and watching people have, like, great outfits, great makeup, great lighting, great music. <laughs> like Great, beautiful gowns. Um... Yeah, I think we're underestimating the influence that just previous experience like watching tv movies has on how we perceive situations like if i go somewhere with bad lighting like i think i'm in a different mood but a lot of it too is it's not because the lighting itself is like bad but it's like i've watched so much tv that i have these like perceptions Mm -hmm. all like filed away of like how good things are supposed to look how bad things look even if it's not conscious so like this putting the two together just feels and then Drake is working on like, yeah, like also like future, uh, future's on it. I, I, I'm like assuming that that has to do with like the music part of it. Like, yeah, that's that what makes I would assume. More sense, but like Drake producing this. Yeah. Why are Drake and Sam talking? And knowing that Drake texts Millie Bobby Brown. So weird. About like, boys. What, sir, sir? Like that. He's literally. That's he's grooming sir her yeah he's i watched degrassi and i'm like what happened to you jimmy what happened you were like actually one of the good guys like one of the best characters like legitimately on degrassi like he was so kind like he brought spinner to the right side about marco like he knew that oh my gosh what is her name Terry, he like knew Terry's boyfriend was bad news. Like he mm-hmm. saw him and was like, this guy does not. But then Drake, like, how can you be on that show learn these lessons? 
and then at your big <laughs> age text children children we all saw the first episode of degrassi bro like why would you do that you were on the show when that happened <laughs> like do they not read the script and then like talk about like this is why these things are trash i don't know i mean euphoria obviously is happening yeah second season i feel like the second season might be its last though it's just like i kind of like wonder like where like we're going like what like what are the storylines that we're gonna get you know like because realistically i mean these this really can't end well for anyone involved Mm -mm. like no one's getting out of that place Except for Judd Apatow's daughter, but I forget her name. <laughs> yeah, Lexi. Lexi. Yeah. Lexi's the only person, because even if they make it out, none of them are getting help for anything. So, like, mm-hmm. they're really psychologically tormented teenagers mm-hmm. that are, like, just going to go out into the world. I like, guess. you can't even spin this. Like, maybe, maybe season two will have consequences. Like, maybe, may, like, this is maybe. Obviously, I don't know what Sam's going to do. Uh, but, like, maybe season one was the setup to have these consequences take place in the second season. Um, I would appreciate that, like, seeing the consequences play out. I would, I would appreciate, too. It would just be, like, so, so because we do end with Rue doing drugs mm-hmm. and it's a music video <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> like i don't think enough people talk about the fact that like it's a music video <laughs> it's just a music video yeah and i don't think and it's like beautiful but it's that's yeah it's the not, song is good it's beautiful only to Rue and Rue's mind. I guess Rue is the narrator, though, I guess, and mm-hmm. super unreliable. Uh, yes. Um, which I guess makes more sense. But if that's the case, I would then like the show to move away from Rue's perspective because it's skewed and give us like an outside point of view. Mm. Okay, it's like, that's what you were told happened. Like, here's what's actually happening. Right. But yeah, if Sam Levinson doesn't write consequences for these characters, I that seals it for me. I don't think he's a good person. <laughs> yeah. And like that is like one of the things like to bring it back to Degrassi, which whatever, it's always going to come back to Degrassi somehow. Yeah. But the show with consequences, like there were like even if they weren't necessarily immediate, like there were consequences like Emma had the consequences of talking to a stranger like on the internet. We those played out. Yeah. Um like Jimmy got shot. Like there yeah. like there were consequences. Like and then um like when Paige was like talking to that student teacher dude, there were consequences. Yeah, I like, mean Terry being in a coma. Yes. That is a consequence. Like, like And there, even the it, kids had a better grasp on like what should have happened to this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the adults did. And I do think about Euphoria a lot, or Degrassi a lot, when I think about Euphoria. So I'm like, yeah, the plot points, these things do happen in Euphoria, but Degrassi just has, I think, a better way of framing these kids as kids. So it's never, like, polished or, like, Mm -hmm. pulled off. It's just, like, this is super awkward and, like, not what should be happening 
and it's weird and it's just like there's nothing cool about what's going on like it's actually they're struggling like (laughs) these kids are like in a dark place yeah and yeah there's like real consequences to these actions and no one looks that good except for manny true except for the icon manny but even even manny having the best outfits does not take away from the fact that she does pay a price yeah i think unfairly at some point several times like several several times times. and like no there's none of that same tone like the weight of their actions it's just kind of like oh maddie's gonna seduce nate and it's like could a 16 year old really have the energy of a 31 year old woman pretending (laughs) to be that age i allegedly allegedly in alexa demi's case it's it's just not working it's just like um though it's their their actions like are not glamorized in degrassi which is super appreciated like it's like you know that the things are wrong when they're happening it's not like a oh man 10 years later that wasn't right like you know immediately ish that these things shouldn't be happening which takes me to my actual second point about famous in love which marlene king did right which pretty little liars which brings me to the point about ezra i don't know i got there because (laughs) we're talking about things (laughs) that are bad we're just talking about things that are bad yeah and the ezra our relationship was so glamorized in that show and it, it, it was painted as idealistic and i truly think that that was criminal because i posted like i posted like a tiktok of just like a scene that was like truly sickening and the amount of comments of people saying that oh yeah i used to root for them like i really loved them or like yeah like and then it's like no he's like totally awful like he groomed her and like all these things and then like i saw at least one where it was like yeah i got groomed by my english teacher too because of this and it's like this was criminal and like like, only on tv is this gonna be like glamorous and it's glamorized and it's like people were like i was so mad at her parents for not being like super duper supportive about it but it's like they weren't unsupportive enough they They weren't unsupportive honestly i would have moved her i would have like left town have been reported they did not report him like even if because i looked at i looked it up and i'm like my surgery looks like wonky because i was trying to figure out the legalities of it yeah and i think that the age of consent in pennsylvania was actually 16 and she was 16 and so like there wasn't that type of issue there but like bringing that up like books but it's like (laughs) he was her teacher so like that right there is grounds enough for him to lose his teaching license and his yep. job. Like, that is, like, at a bare minimum, what we could have done. Yeah. No, 1,000%. And it's, like, if you have to find the law for what you're doing or what someone else is doing, just, like, they probably shouldn't be doing it. Like, that's... And what, like, a shitty argument. And I think, though, Arya's parents not being less supportive is exactly why like she's in this situation like they are not parenting her like he and he knows that like he would not have picked like spencer i feel like spencer's family would have been like all over his ass like he would never teach again 
So like I even if I think they are like probably shit, but the type of people they seem like, Mm -hmm. like at the very least, I feel like some. Well, I don't know actually. Everyone on that show is has yeah. It's like it's like I hear you, and like in theory, like maybe, but also in actuality, though, when Melissa's fiance kissed Spencer, they didn't have a qualm about the age. It was. Like, the, a whole other thing. Like, they just were super unsupportive of Spencer. Like, th- they were terrible to her in that show. That but is true. That is true. It's like, they wouldn't they wouldn't have actually fought that battle. They probably, too, would have been like, ooh, we don't want the town to find out that our daughter is, like, kissing her teacher. But I think they would have removed her. <laughs> yeah, like, probably. sent her away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just... Because Arya is tragic because... She marries Ezra, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, so you're just stuck with mm-hmm. your abuser. Even even, even with, there was like a five to seven year time jump. Oh, I think it was five year time, time jump that happened. And in those five years, they were not together. And they might have only seen each other like once in in those five years apart. But we still end with them back together. It's like, what the fuck is this? What are you saying? <laughs> right? Like, what are you saying right now? Because she won't even, she'll never have a chance to heal without now at this point, fundamentally, like, you have to go through a divorce now. If you, if she ever gets to like a sense and it's like, okay, maybe like what happened to me was super fucked up and I was like vulnerable and this adult who was my teacher Mm-hmm. couldn't just be responsible like couldn't no. just or like actually put up a wall and be like no I won't continue engaging with you and doing these antics with a teenager yeah. a child but the thing though is that it's even so much more like insidious and like criminal because he knew like he literally like knew that she was a teenager because he knew that she was Allison's friend because the whole time he was using her like the his initial motive was to use her for information to write a book like that was his initial motive and so what the what the hell dude interview right and then it's like even why are you meddling in like these teenage girls don't write the book it's not your book to write what a weirdo what a weirdo and it's like he could have been and we could have like he could have just been creepy right he could have just like met her in this place not like hooked up with her and then like been her teacher and then like gotten like too close for comfort but like again not like actually crossed the line like just been like a weirdo and like the the book plot like would have played i feel like better but Mm -hmm. like his, his intentions were always about this book and then like something changed because he fell in love which is like she's 16 this is so disgusting you're a grown man and also her teacher um you have like literally nothing in common i promise and it's just like it it was just so messed up and then when she found out she expressed all the right words of like what happened but she didn't mean them like she was like i was like she basically like yeah i was manipulated like all this other stuff and like she was gonna tell and she filled out a police report but she didn't send it off or anything like that but it's like all the words are are the things that happen to her 
They're in love. It's just though. messed up. It's just messed up. It's, They're just in love. It's just so upset, so upsetting every time. Every time it's so upsetting. Yeah. Like, ugh, I don't even know. This is why I'm always like, just think if you don't make shows about teenagers with certain elements, especially if you know in the grand scheme that these things are wrong and that the only reason they occur is because there's like a lot of fucked up things happening in people's upbringings or like messed up beliefs that people have mm-hmm. then like don't model that and then be like oh but it's just a story it's like so then why are you who was this what is this for like what does this and I also think I don't know I feel like people don't put enough weight on the people creating this they're like mm-hmm. oh well it's fiction I'm like okay but someone did sit down and imagine this and then they were like, this feels logical and right to me and reasonable. Right. And I, this was like something that this character deserves. And it's it's like, it's, this, it's the same thing now. Like if you're going to show this thing that is clearly like wrong, you should also show the actual consequences of something like this. Like, in the, uh, I did not read the books. I didn't. But a bunch of people in the comments were like, in the books, he goes to jail. I'm like, that's cute for the books. But what about what Marlene King put on my television screen? Exactly. With hot people. Like, maybe, yeah, I don't understand. Because the consequence of someone like Ezra is, like, the lovely bones. Like, that's that's a man that's preying on a child. And now she's dead in like a weird creepy fucked up bunker that he made up and then like that can't exist in the same universe as pretty little liars a tv show and it's like and and then it partially boils down to casting because they're both around 25 yeah. right like both ezra uh ian harding and uh lucy hill are rough were roughly around like 25 when the show starts so visually right if you take away any context like if you have no context and you just see a photo or like a gift set visually nothing like looks wrong here right like if you don't know this like it's just like oh what who are these cute people i'm gonna go and watch this thing so i could you don't get the how messed up it is by like from a visual whereas visually cruel summer there's a visual stark difference between that yeah. dude and, and Kate. Yeah, I was like, no, nothing. Yeah, she looks so young. Or I'm just thinking of like, okay, fine. You don't think Ezra and Arya is weird. What if Arya was actually like Liberty Van Zandt? Would that shit not look weird <laughs> as fuck? <laughs> like children. Right. Or it, like it's... Paige or Ashley. Like they just, they look They like looked different because they, well, they were. Like that's the thing. It's like when we do when we have these shows and we we do this casting and then that brings up like another issue that i have with pretty little liars and it's the fact that and i don't it's like it's like an issue that i have i know i do have an issue with it um like the what's her name um allison the girl that plays allison sasha peters or whatever she was like legitimately a teenager when the show started like she was like legit like she's like a year younger than like me so she was, I don't know, like maybe 14 or 13 or something when the f- show like starts. Meanwhile, Shay Mitchell was about like 23. And so like. And Shay Mitchell never looked young. Like she looked like a 23 year old. 
I would give like in the pilot, I would give 19. I would go as young as 19 in the pilot. Okay. Yeah, maybe 19, but it's just everything. Like young people don't have control over their bodies like that, the way adults do. And I think that also reads. And that's why Degrassi works. I'm like, these people are obviously like actively still growing. Like they don't even know fully like what is going on. And I have heard like, some I like watch some interviews where they're like that was kind of a fucked up situation to be in as kids because they're like this was the first time a lot of us were dealing with any of these things so it's happening in real time so that was hard and it was hard for them to like stand up for themselves in that environment which is like probably why you shouldn't have kids doing these things but like I don't know I really wish they would stop casting adults as teens so it's like even though I know it's like the law and it's like teens can't work but then it's like okay fine reframe your schedule rework it and have a better working environment well yeah and it's like i hear you and like i I agree to like a certain extent but then like also i still stand by the fact that like if you're gonna cast people that are 25 like i just want everyone to be 25 like i don't want it to be weird and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. where like one girl is legit 14 and her like main love interest in the series is like real life 10 years older than her that's like like, um never have i ever right yes exactly like somehow it will it didn't look as stark with like man i feel bad about this it didn't look as stark with uh emily and and uh allison though like i couldn't read 10 years of age difference by looking at them but like i know in my heart yeah but like I like I know in my heart that it was a ten year like age oh gap. Oh my god! Um, wh- ew. <laughs> yeah, but it's like when I like was like rewatching it and I like remembered that thing and like had that like in my like in my head. When I when you look at their scenes, they're not really graphic, which great. Like and like ninety percent of like their kisses are basically like closed like mouth and like very quick. Um, yeah. at least until she returned. When she was, like, 18 in real life. Which, again, just makes her older, but still makes it weird. Because now, like, she's still, like, basically 10 years older than her. Whatever. Um, but their scenes, like, weren't that graphic. Which does kind of make up for it. Um, yeah. That makes me think of um, how Mila Kunis lied oh, about yeah. how she was 18. She was 14 on that 70s show when it started. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So... Was that they really couldn't get a double check <laughs> on the ID? They couldn't even ask mom. Also, like, I don't know. I feel like a 14 year old is pretty obviously a 14 year old. I feel like you can was look she at 14? one. She was super. Or like, I guess when the casting started happened, was she fourteen or maybe like yeah, it might have been like sixteen, like fifteen, sixteen. But she was like young, like she. Yeah, no, I know she lied about being older than she was. Yeah, but it's just like I feel like I can just get the vibe off someone who doesn't know how to drive legally. <laughs> you know, I can just kind of you can kind of just tell like you probably don't have your license. Yeah, or you can have like one conversation, ask like a couple of questions, couple and it's like questions. oh yeah, you're not. The way you speak does lacks a certain nuance that just comes with living longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hollywood, 
That's why shows like Killing Eve are great. The kids get to be kids. The adults are just adults. There is mm-hmm. no stress because everyone is like 30 or like late 20s. Th- <laughs> but that's so comfortable. It feels good. And they all have stories about when they like worked and lived lives and they come in like knowing more. But yeah, the Never Have I Ever thing is super weird. I would not yeah. want to kiss like a 30 year old. <laughs> I was like 19. That's a grown man. Like that Ugh. is a grown man and you can see the wisdom in his eyes (laughs) and i just feel like the nerves in my head like would drive me insane like because i would be thinking like oh my god he's probably kissed so many other people and like what if i'm blah 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 blah." but i just think it should be a whole mind fuck like i yes i think that i would be like grossed out if i was like the 19 year old but i'm thinking the 30-year-old in the situation. I don't need Probably. this job. <laughs> I don't need this job. A 30-year-old a different dude, one. though, I, I'm starting to have, like, a hard and hard time believing that they would be bothered. You'd be like, oh, yeah, well, like, you're, what, 19? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. that Because they always pop out with their wives who are, like, 22. Yeah, and they're, like, that's 45. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, true. Yeah. Man. I <laughs> I would feel like a dirty old like person if I came at someone or like inserted myself into someone's life when it was just beginning. I would feel mm-hmm. like very even now, like I would never go up to an 18 or 19 year old and be like, come, let's have like a relationship or like let's because I'm just like I 19 through 21 important time to be with other people that are also like are 19, 19 through 21. To 21. Yeah. They can relate to you. Mm-hmm. They'll listen to you in a different way. An adult is probably not going to be able to give the respect and weight to your problems that you're having at that age, unless like a professional. And it's their job, but it's just like easy to lose sight of what it's like to be a late teenager. Yeah. But I guess it's their job, so. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's legal. So, what can anyone really say or do? Honestly, I, I I can just be a little uncomfortable about it. But I would too. That's pretty much it. Yeah, why did they even pick him? <laughs> there had to have been someone else. I cannot more imagine actors. that there was no one that was half Asian that could play this role. I have to. I cannot. And then they do, like them. chemistry reads. Like, am I really gonna sit here and believe that like they just had the best chemistry read? Like, really, really? Hmm. Yeah, I can't really get behind that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have taken a, a super journey. Um, but I too had an honorable mention. Mm, yeah, and it, this is honorable because it's not really canceled, but it's also not picked up. And it's really upsetting because it's like been like a long time, and that is Utopia Falls. Uh, <laughs> so you're gonna say Mythic Quest? No, well, I don't want to. I didn't want to speak that into existence, but I kind of did. So no, I don't. Has it really? I don't it's think it's been that long. Still. It's pending, but it hasn't been that long since the second season finished. That's true, but Ted Lasso is already renewed for a third season. I'm like not okay. I love Ted Lasso. <laughs> I I watched Ted Lasso, but it's just okay, so wait, positive. We'll <laughs> but yeah, Utopia yeah. Falls. Utopia Falls. Um, 
it's like um, Hunger Games meets America's Got Talent. Um, these teenagers are like, when you turn 16, you have the opportunity to represent your, they're not called districts. That's the Hunger Games. That's the Hunger Games, but they have, uh, I think they're sectors. They have the, uh, when you turn 16, you have the ability to represent your sector in this like talent show. It's, you can, you can dance, you can sing, you can play an instrument, like things like that. Oh yeah. And, um, I did watch that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the, and the, and the competition's like huge. Like everyone in like the entire Utopia Falls situation. That's not the name of the place. I New New Gaia. I think that's the name of the place. Mm-hmm. Um, the, Gaia. Oh my yeah yeah Gaia. New Gaia. I have something like that. Um, you everyone watches this like competition and in I don't want to say in the quest, but like along the way, the teens that have been selected come across this. Uh, a restricted area that ends up being like a time capsule of pop culture from the past, right? Because it takes place in the future, Utopia. It's We're in like a distant kind of – it's not a dystopia because it's supposed to be a utopia, but it's it's on the low a dystopian situation. Yeah, because it's like a little um, racist. Right, There's right. There's a hip-hop bunker. Like- it's like – it. But the thing is that it's not only about like there's like all the types of music, but he yeah. really just falls in love with the hip hop. But it does have these like racial undertones, but only in the context of viewing this through a lens in which we exist now, because in the context of the show, it's it's feeling like we have surpassed race like yes. in this show because it's not about that at all. Like we have surpassed the need to talk about race we've also surpassed the need to talk about sexuality in this show like people just exist in the way that they exist and like that's not an issue but we get these issues where it's like class sort of like in in the way that these different sectors are like formed right because there's like the reform sector where it's like i don't know like kind of like criminals or whatever but it's not just like black people which is the thing that separates it from being all about race but then when you be looking at certain scenes and it's like a white woman yelling at this black man, I don't like that. Yeah. It's like, and like, mm. like, I don't like that. But I know in the context of the show, it's not race related. Exactly. It's like a different issue. It's I'm just going to go with class. It's like a class issue. And then the different sectors have the thing they're known for. There's like nature sector and progress sector, whatever. It's just like really good. And yeah, these really people fun. are older than teenagers, but like they're all in the same like age range playing this. Except like Loki, Umberly who played uh what's her name brooklyn 27 or at least maybe she's 27 now Hmm. and sage was like 19 whatever really good show it's not been canceled it's also not been renewed and it's also been like so long and it's really upsetting um because i want more like it was just so different and good it is fun i think and canadian (laughs) yes oh i know why because there's another canadian show about kids that dance that one of the girls was in but it's like a kid's show oh okay i don't even know how i got the channel once but i watched it and they were like performing arts school and Hmm. one of the girls was in it and i was like this is a good it's giving it was like wow we do need to do a part two because there's a lot of shows now that i think about it like that one australian dance show I forget what it was called, but like they, their whole thing was they did like ballet or it was like a performing arts 
school this girl came from the country like on scholarship or honestly i will take a season two of that one netflix dance show that was tiny pretty things where is that yeah, like, that same was, like plot? absolutely <laughs> deranged train wreck I just want um, to know more. <laughs> yeah no we 100 should do a part two to this yes. because, and definitely yeah. shows that have gone on for too long because that yeah I no, can, that as well i can talk about that there's just a lot of shows that are just these keep going mm-hmm. yeah these are all of the shows that we truly wish we had more time with. Um, it's just really unfortunate the way that these shows get canceled sometimes. And surely I honestly, like, I would donate, like, five bucks to find out <laughs> how my show is supposed to end. If everybody that was interested donated a small amount of money. We could find out. We could find out. We could convince someone, I feel like. Um but yeah, so what have you been watching recently? Uh, we talked about it at the beginning, but I think that might be cut out. So Killing Eve right now has been my show. Mm-hmm. I burned through it two days. Just watched it. Kind of regret that. Now I'm out of shows. And then I'm going to dive back into Fleabag. So that's, yeah. I'm in like a Phoebe moment right now. Got it. Did you watch that other show that she did uh, that was on Run that was on HBO? It only had one season. No. It was like she. But it has that guy like Donald Gleason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Weasley. The Dragon Weasley. Yeah. And then then that one girl, Merritt Weaver. Mm. I have not. But I will check that out too. I like her style. Mm. Yeah. She's like talented. Yeah. She really is. Oh, and I'm about to start. Is it like White Lotus? Oh, the White Lotus. Yes. I, I just want to be in on the conversation. I watched the uh, finale like a few hours ago. <laughs> Is it good? Uh, it's a really interesting show. Um, and like, it's like a slow burn. But it's also like, there's so many things happening and so many like layers to the events that are occurring in, in these in these people that are in it. Nice. Okay. I'm definitely going to check that out. I'm excited. What have you been watching? <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I've been rewatching Pretty Little Liars, but I just <laughs> finished uh, like a couple days ago. I felt, or maybe whatever, it doesn't matter. I finally finished my rewatch of all seven seasons of Pretty Little Liars. Amazing. Um, so I can free myself from the shackles of that one. Um, but other than that, Grace and Frankie um, released four episodes of their seventh and I believe final season. And I watched them all immediately. And then when I got to the end of it, it said that the rest were coming out in 2022. And I was upset because why would you do that? Technical difficulty. Like, why would you release four and then tell me that the rest are coming next year? Um, And then also I've been keeping up with Ted Lasso, which you did mention um, at a point that you love it because it's so positive. And, um... I okay so I do like Ted Lasso and I really did like the last episode that came out that was about like Christmas I really did enjoy that Mm -hmm. one but I don't really understand the Ted Lasso hype because people like love like love Ted Lasso yes that is fair I okay so yeah I don't like Ted Lasso fans and because I, I go on to Reddit for most of the shows I watch is because like I want to have a bigger discussion or like at least read what people's thoughts are. 
I think for me, the thing with Ted Lasso is that it's just such stress-free TV. Even if something bad happens, I know it won't be terrible. Like when he had a panic attack at the club in season one, Mm -hmm. I thought he was going to get mugged on the way home. And I think for me, it clicked that like the TV I watch is so stressful. Like terrible things happen like (laughs) at any moment, like someone's going to die or like get attacked or like whatever. So I just like that it's, there's not this like overall sense of doom. It's just real life stuff with a guy that is in a great mood. And I do like that they're exploring more like, okay, so like, why are you like this though? And is that a great thing necessarily? I think that's what it is. It's just, the stakes are high, but it's just not devastating. Mm -hmm. And so I can watch it and be, and not be tense or like wondering if like someone's going to, like the scariest thing about Ted Lasso is Rebecca's ex-husband, you know, <laughs> like that's kind of what's going on. I will say the second season, it is a better watch all at once. Mm. I think I also did watch it and I was really stressed out and it was just like delightful to be like unstressed. Got it. And I didn't know anything about it going in. So I was just like, oh, what a great surprise. But I don't know like how they're going to go like three seasons. Like what more can they really explore with Ted here? I don't know. I mean, just they, a I happy like, guy. Yeah, I feel like they can just do stuff. But like, did you watch the episode that came out on Friday? The Christmas one. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was just, it was, it was so happy. That was so good. Like, I was like, I I was like, like Christmas. I, <laughs> I, I love like, Christmas. I I do think though, as a couple, Keely and Roy are fun. But I'm like, okay, in real life, you two, I'm not seeing any reason why you two would stay together or like stay happy for a long time because I think what draws them in about each other how different they are would ultimately be what pushes them apart mm-hmm. I also just like want to know more about Keely like the show is she smart is she not smart is she I think she is I guess I don't know I think she I'm, is. I'm curious yeah I'm just more curious about Keely got it I'm actually curious about a lot of things like I what I want to work with Ted Lasso probably not no because there are real problems and he would not help me deal with them. But I think that therapist who's there is mm-hmm. definitely, I like her. She's my favorite yeah. character, I think. Because she she's just like, uh... I don't want your cookies. <laughs> and I don't want you to come into my office and just say like random ass shit. Like you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. <And> you <laughs> if you want to break that down though, yeah, we can schedule an appointment. And I also want to know what happened to his dad. Yeah. But the hype is, like, people are acting like Ted Lasso is, like, single-handedly saving television. And I'm like, I mean, like, a white guy failing upwards <laughs> isn't, like, really the revolutionary take you think it is. No. <laughs> and bringing back Jamie Tart was, like, a, a choice. It was a choice. Like, he did lie. And then he's faced no consequence for it. Like, Sam, pull the man aside. Have a chat. He told you. I am not doing that. And you guys will know. And they did not know. Did not know. Did not know. And Jamie, like, isn't, is changing, but I'm like, I don't know with this guy. Like, he, like, it just might not be smart to have him around. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what I've been watching. Uh, nice. <laughs> so where can the, where can the, where can the people find you? The people can find me on 
TikTok and Instagram. TikTok is Lalelle Lacunji, and my Instagram is Lalelle But French. There'll be there'll be places, but that's where you can find me. Yeah, uh, and you can find me on TikTok at Spillin TV and on Instagram at Tylerpedia with two R's and two A's, and the places where it sounds like they belong. Nice. This was fun. This was. I didn't think I'd have this much to say. (laughs) I'm always surprised at how much I can just talk about TV. (laughs) It's really easy to go off. It is. We will be back with a part two. Mm -hmm. And honestly, just more lists. I love this. (laughs) More. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, honestly, maybe check out, I, okay. So I want to say check out some of the things that we talked about, but like also obviously it's going to be a little bit disappointing because they're like gone too soon. But if you've not like seen them, you should definitely look into them. Yeah. And there has to be like a good fan theory out there for some yeah. of these to wrap oh, it up for sure. nicely. But yeah. Yeah. That was us spilling the tea spilling tv spilling tv <laughs> and we'll see you guys i guess when we see them next yeah <laughs> it's yep. like not very consistent <laughs> no <laughs> see you when i see you <laughs> like i just started and finished all three seasons of killing eve that are available mm-hmm. that show is so good okay. but it is kind of like the first season was like incredible mm-hmm. and now it does feel like it's meandering and I'm also like how realistic is it mm-hmm. that Villanelle just walks around and not one person's like I saw someone that was like super creepy <laughs> and I see them and she has like the best clothes so I feel yes. like people would be looking at her all the time at least I would like her outfits I think I watch mostly just to see like what They're she's gonna really wear good. I don't know what their budget is, but it's great. Okay. So you watch Killing I have a question. Mm-hmm. What's the plot? Yeah, so there isn't a plot, <laughs> I don't think. I feel like this is more of a character-driven show. Yeah, there is no plot. But I wish they would just make it about the... Or I guess maybe I wish they hadn't met. I wish that she hadn't seen her in like the first episode in the bathroom I think then mm-hmm. they could have like not have them meet until like halfway through season two mm. and it could be kind of like Eve's spiral mm. looking for Villanelle right I hear that because I have seen every single episode uh cannot tell you what the plot is uh Sandro like everyone's just so talented Jody though Homer. yes very much so however I don't know what's going on um neither do i i also don't like that i guess villanelle has gone soft mm-hmm. a little bit just because i'm like okay if she's a psychopath like i i just feel like it'd be so much harder for villanelle to get to a point where she's like i want to spend time with you or like i want to like stop killing but i guess she's also like healing it's just like that's so rare i think that that happens in real life mm-hmm. And I, I do not like that Eve is getting, I hope the final season Villanelle kills Eve just as a big, like, that's kind of what you get with someone like her. Mm, yeah. 
I do think that it does have to end with one of them killing the other one. Yeah. One of them has to die. And, I mean, the show is called Killing Eve, so, I mean. That's true. Man, I hope that's what happens. Because I (laughs) thought it would be more like, because Eve's life is destroyed. Yeah. At this point. And she's obsessed, like, with the 12. I don't know what she's obsessed with. It's kind of like how at the end of season three, I keep thinking about, I just keep thinking of her as Petunia. Um, (laughs) But whoever that woman is, oh, Carolyn, was just like, you know what I've realized? (laughs) This is done. (laughs) Like, we're not finding them. And she made a good point to Villanoa. She's like, okay, so, like, if you're not going to kill people, like, what's the point? What's the point? What like, is the point? You're good at that's like all you can do for me at this. Like they're just like really sad people, all of them. Yes, like because when you really think of, it's so sad, and like honestly, like, Eve's life before was like pretty boring and like also kind of sad. I mean, I I guess her husband was fine. I don't know. Like they didn't yeah. really seem that great. They didn't because she always seemed super disconnected. Mm-hmm from like he loved her but I was like dude you can you not obviously see I guess he's like in love but I was like she doesn't like you doesn't respect you (laughs) doesn't even want to be with like she's running off after someone who killed her friend in a club that was actually I was not expecting that (laughs) to happen I was like I thought we're gonna have Bill for a while no (laughs) but like she killed her friend in a club just murders people all the time and like this is who your wife wants to spend time with and who she's looking for and who she thinks she has like a deep and real emotional I don't know I want to know more about Eve I think that's one thing too like we actually don't know much about Eve outside of Villanelle we don't we don't we did get a lot more like Villanelle like in season three granted i watched it when it was like airing so really i'm pulling at strings here but like we that's the like she went home in this one right in season three yeah yeah that was that was a great episode that was a really good episode that and was i almost cried were good during that one it made me really mm-hmm. sad because i'm like your brother loves you you don't give a shit yeah. so happy to see you and you're just like okay so what's the deal with dad that little boy, I was like, that's something he's not coming back from. Like her half brother, no. yeah, yeah. I was like, he will not recover. Mm-mm. Nope. From no. this woman, like it's late because she and her mom was like a whole mind fuck. I was like, oh, this lady's like, she's the darkness. I really love how they put that. <laughs> she's like, you are that darkness. Then she blows him up and then like leaves. Yep, just gets back on a train. They have a ton of money though. Mm. Now. I'm like, you should have given them like maybe more like a house, an, an address, <laughs> a location they could go to. Yeah, no, just leaving fires. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, how I, has she not been caught? Like, that's I, my whole, by like any other agency. Like, how are they not? I don't know. It, she just like exists in plain sight and like just, just roams around and like, I guess she's technically dead. Like, Mm -hmm. she's been, like, wiped, so I guess they wouldn't, she wouldn't come up. But I mean, like, not at all. I don't know. Her DNA is all over the place. It's all over the place. She does not wear gloves or anything. Oh, but then, again, yeah, she's been, like, totally scrubbed from, like, existence. So that's a thing. Oh, yeah, then Constantine's daughter being, like, 
a killer because she ran her stepdad over. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I like really appreciate the direction in which that's going because I'm like, so what is the cause? Like people, I guess are like born psychopaths, but like she, they said that she has like sociopathic tendencies. So like what happened to her? Like something has to have happened for her to like completely shut off empathy. So like, what was it? They don't really talk about that. I guess her dad sucks. Actually, we see that a lot. <laughs> and she was kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so many things really just happen in the show. And um, I'm just like along for the ride. I really, it's hard to like put thoughts together because truly I'm, it's kind of like, where are we going? Like, where are we going? Yeah. It's where like, are we going? Yes, beautiful gowns. Yes, Sandra. Yes, Jodi Comer. But like, where are we going? I think they're going to all go a little insane. I did, because I saw a Reddit post talking about the way they filmed season mm-hmm. three and just like how fucked up it kind of looks a lot. It was like just kind of confusing. And I don't know if it's because the direction isn't there but I did like how someone said that they even switched the font for the locations. And mm. then I like, got way fast and loose with like how they say where everyone is. And someone thought it was about like representing like the mental decline all these characters are kind of going through. Cause seeing like Carolyn's a bad mom and I don't think she understands that fundamentally. Like your daughter isn't your equal like that. Yeah. She doesn't have you you don't like, I guess, have to love her, but she doesn't need to treat you with like a certain, like you just talk to her like a normal human being. No. You could open up. Impossible. Like you can, she's trying so hard and you don't care. And like Kenny, it's interesting because like you didn't understand him. Like you lied to him. Mm-hmm. He's felt betrayed by you many, many times. Yeah, you are the reason he's dead because you hired him for something super dangerous. Yeah. And it's like, what is your goal? Like, at what point are you actually saving the world because the 12 has kept producing new people? They've saved no one. I, they, no. They've been More people have just died. like unhelpful. So unhelpful. And it's like the 12 are killing people that aren't even like good. All right. There's like, that like kind they of kind of like suck. Regular people. It's like, they're like sex traffickers, like the gangsters political i guess like people that are like investigating them but it's weird like you don't know who to trust in this entire show except i guess Mm -hmm. eve because eve is like the worst at this yes because she was just so regular so i didn't know mi5 existed and like i don't know what department she was even in i thought it was just (laughs) mi6 (laughs) but she was doing like she was like pencil pushing like she was just looking at like she was just sitting like in a desk job looking at like cctv footage yeah like she's not cut out for this no she isn't and i feel like you never get to see eve's downfall i want to see eve's downfall like i want this to catch up to her like so far she's hasn't lost a job like she's been employed this entire time or at least she's well, still like involved deeply with like carolyn and like this end goal yeah, well, there was a, like, period of time where she was, like, smoking cigarettes outside of, that, like, I don't know, fish market or something. Yeah. 
there was that. But it's just like Eve always ends up being like right about Villanelle and like the next move. And everyone like talks shit on her for it. They're like, okay, well, you keep doing it. But then it's like, but she ends up kind of right. It always works out exactly how like everyone else wanted it to. So what is she supposed to learn? What is the no, takeaway here? Nothing. No lessons. No lessons. No lessons. Also, I want to know what Villanelle did to the ghost. When she went into that storage container, she went back and she's like, oh, monster. I'm like, okay, but what did she say? Like, what did she do? Why is she the demon with no face? I'd like a season of backstory. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, clearly I'm going to keep tuning in. I just oh, yeah. Am. I'm going to watch. This is the final season. I'm kind of sad about it. Yeah. I'm going to bring back Phoebe to write. <laughs> because season one was like so weirdly funny. Yes. Like I laughed so much and I don't think I was supposed to. Well, but I, I mean, was. <laughs> right. But like we were, but like also like this is kind of terrifying. Yeah, it was it was just so well done. Like I don't know. Now I want to like finish Fleabag. You didn't? More. I didn't. I started um there's like just so much TV. Yeah, like I've just true. now remembered I still have to finish Fleabag. <laughs> Yeah, there is so much. But it's also so short. Like, it, it's so short. Yeah. 